1: Thanks for joining us today on Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here today alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists and he is the author of the best selling book, Save Your Retirement. Today, we're going to talk quite a bit about one of those sources of income the majority of us will use in retirement, but that most of us get wrong. We're going to talk about Social Security on the show today. It's going to be a good one. But before we get into it, Pat, I want to welcome you back to the studio. And I do have to point out, we are a week away from Thanksgiving. It is my favorite holiday of the year, so I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And I wonder if you have any, I don't know, any fun Thanksgiving memories you'd like to share with us today.
0: Oh, I do, Jen. Happy Thanksgiving to you as well Thank and you. to all our listeners. So. Okay, so I gotta take you back to my childhood now, and I was raised in a uh, you know a relatively small town, but it, but an actual city um, mm-hmm. in northern Indiana, and all of my relatives were from a farm town in southeastern Indiana. Okay, mm-hmm. so my town had about forty thousand people, so I was the big city kid. Okay, <laughs> so um, this was you know all of my cousins thought you know it was kind of weird that I didn't live there. So anyway, one of the Thanksgivings, I think I was about five or six, and my oldest cousin was nine or ten. He says, hey, do you want to go out on the farm and go check everything out? And I was like, awesome, yeah. So it was just the two of us, and it was kind of dusk. Mm-hmm. And we were walking around, and he's showing me everything. And then he says, okay, hold still right there. He said, see that bull? And so we're kind of looking at this bull. And... um He's like, now be real quiet. We don't want to like scare him or anything like that. And suddenly the bull starts charging at us and he goes, run. And he turns and he bolts and he just takes off. And of course he's like twice as tall as I am. So he's going twice as fast. So I'm like running for my life. And um, he has, I have like my eyes closed because I'm like in pan, completely panicking. And so, and I'm running, running, running. And and all of a sudden he says, stop as loud, like as loud as he can. And I stop. And I swear in my my memory, I was like two, inches from a barbed wire fence. And he grabs me and he picks me up over the barbed wire fence, oh my and then gosh. we were safe. And so Whoa. I just—I just, just will never forget that moment, obviously. And I just wonder, you know, um, I, first of all, I don't even know if he was pranking me at any point in the day because uh, I—I was a city kid; I didn't know anything about bulls right. or, you know, was a bull really charging us? I don't have any yeah, idea. We don't know. Uh, but I'm pretty sure if I would have went full speed into a into a barbed mm-hmm. wire fence, that would have been a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's my uh, my fun Thanksgiving memory.
1: Much to be thankful for. <laughs> yes. Kat. Much to be thankful for. Well, thank you for that little trip down your memory lane, and I hope he was just messing with you the whole time. (laughs) I mean, and that's what we do on Thanksgiving with our relatives when we get together. Of course. We mess with them, so... All right. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Well, we do wish you all a very happy and hopefully mostly uneventful Thanksgiving. And I'll, <laughs> I'll try to keep my kids from messing with their little cousins um, as we all get together also. <laughs> so, <laughs> you better. Pat, we're going to talk today about uh, Social Security. We're going to talk a little bit about Medicare today. These are things that are going to be a part of a lot of our retirements, but a lot of us don't really understand them. So, I do think it's an important conversation that we want to have today. And Pat, a- according to the Social Security Administration, 85% of Americans age 65 and older get Social Security. So that's a lot of us. We know it's going to play a part in retirement for for just about all of us. But how confident can we be in Social Security for income for our own retirements?
0: Well, I think there's a lot to unpack there, Jen. And, and um, this is somewhat of a favorite topic of mine because Social Security gets talked about a lot. But but mostly it's very surface level it's you know i know you and i've joked about this i think we've done the google and i think there's over 10 million hits on when should i claim my social security Um, So, of course, that would take a long time to read through those articles, but, you know, 99.9% of them are going to say, delay your Social Security as long as possible. So, it's just a very kind of simplistic view of it. Um, So, Social Security is obviously a really big deal, because most people are going to qualify for it. You've got a lot of options on how to take it. As far as confidence in it, to me, it's a mixed bag. On the one hand, uh, it is a commitment that our country has made, and I think there's always going to be something. Um, However, uh, we are a country that has massive debt. And the one thing that people don't talk about a lot is, I've read and I've studied this a lot, um, I don't think there's any type of trust fund with, you know, this vault with trillions of dollars Mm -hmm. to fund Social Security. Uh, What it appears that has happened over the years is there's been a surplus paid into Social Security taxes, but whenever that was... Being generated was being spent simultaneously. So there's really nothing there, uh, which means it has to be funded out of income. And of course, we already have a big deficit every year, right? So that's Mm -hmm. just going to have to continue for funding Social Security. So I think that is a huge, huge deal. Certainly, if someone is depending on Social Security for all of their retirement income, that should be concerning. Uh, But maybe just as concerning as for a lot of our clients that, you know, maybe they've saved a few hundred thousand dollars or a few million dollars for retirement. they might be the people that are tested in some way as far as determining if they get to keep all of their social security or you know if it's taxed at a higher rate or something like that so I think, of course, we don't know uh, what's going to happen with any of those things. But when you ask me about, you know, how confident should we be in Social Security for retirement income? I don't think there's a simple answer. So we definitely believe that um, there are um, a lot of things that need to be considered when you're building a retirement income plan. And I love the fact that we're talking about Social Security today, so we can really dig into it. And the very first thing that I would say is, if you don't have a plan for your retirement income and you don't have a plan for your Social Security, you could really benefit from sitting down with a retirement planner and helping you build out a custom-built retirement income plan. To get started, all you have to do is call us at 803-9-RETIRE. We offer a what we call a five-step, no cost, no obligation retirement review. To get started, just call us at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: And if it's easier to look at the numbers when you're looking at your phone, if you're just trying to punch in those numbers right now, 803-973-8473 is how you can reach Pat Strube and his team at Preservation Specialists. I'll give you the number again, 803-973-8473. 84, 73. So, Pat, we're talking about Social Security, and there is a United Income study that found only 4% of retirees take their Social Security at their optimal time. So, pretty simple math here, that means 96% are not taking it at the right time. <laughs> and and this is big money here. They're losing out on more than $100,000 per per household during their retirement. This adds up to trillions of dollars. Do many retirees realize how much of an impact the timing for when they take those benefits can make?
0: Well, I think, uh, thankfully, Jen... It's becoming far more so. I think so many more people are starting to understand this and you know our industry uh, was slow to figure this out in my opinion. you know five years ago, uh, a lot of people weren't talking about social Security and you know I had tremendous mentors early in my career when I decided to focus on retirement planning. And learned a lot about Social Security and taxation of it and things like that, uh, but there weren't very sophisticated models to determine, you know, uh, good times to take Social Security. And and I think Jen, a lot of times it comes down to a decision of, uh, are we using emotion or are we using math um, to make those decisions? And what I mean by that is, um, there are very real emotions that a lot of our clients have that's driving their decision. And and I understand those emotions. I'm not even saying there's anything wrong with them. But mm-hmm. if someone tells me, well, if I'm not live to 70, so why would I delay my Social Security?" Uh, they're not looking at that logically. They're just saying, you know, that's a hypothetical, right? right. Or, um, a lot of times, someone at 62 will say, oh, I'm taking it because I've been paying in and it's time to start getting it back. Okay, well, I agree with that, too, um, but that made it, it may not make the most sense to your checkbook. So it's, it's really just um, helping people take a step back and helping them accomplish what they want, but also trying to make the math work with that, too. And that's why we always say that answer can be different for a lot of different folks.
1: So let's talk about how you approach some of these strategies with your clients, Pat. How how do you go about breaking this down and helping them make those decisions?
0: Yeah, I think uh, the two rules that that I think are really at the foundation of what we believe is first of all um, my favorite that I know you love, Jen, which is the difference between optimal and maximum. <laughs> yep. um, you know, taking of Social Security, the maximum. Uh, uh, return from Social Security is to delay it as long as you can, which is to age 70. But the optimal could be different. And the reason is, it, it's it sounds weird. It actually sounds like it's kind of like the same thing. But optimal is actually building into it the what's different for your personal situation. For some people, it may make all sense in the world to defer their Social Security until age 70. But for other people, let's say someone is retiring at 62. Uh, let's say it's a married couple, and they're both same age. They both retire at 62. And we do the math, and the math... Uh, just looking at social security says to defer to age 70 but now we plug that into our retirement income planning projections and we find out that would be too much of a drawdown on their nest egg right? because you've got eight years of retirement you have to fund otherwise and what we may find is well maybe in the, in that scenario it's best for one of the two to defer to age 70 maybe one of them should claim at 62 um, i've had clients where we ran the numbers and the optimal strategy for them was for them to both claim before full retirement which you know someone who's running these scenarios and not looking at the rest of the picture might think sounds crazy. Uh, But that brings me to the second point, which is we just believe that there should never be a generic rule that it really should be custom built for each individual family, because um, there are so many uh, things that affect it, such as um, are you single or are you married? And if you're married, are you in a similar age or is there a big age difference? Um, is Social Security going to make up a large portion of your retirement income or a small portion? Uh, where's the rest of the income coming from? Is it coming from a pension or do you have to create it from your nest egg? All, all of those things are factors in helping you determine what the best possible way to claim Social Security is. And that's why uh, we believe that just there's just tremendous value in having per- a personalized approach as opposed to a cookie cutter, you know, saying everyone should delay until 70 or something like that. And that's why we take that step to offer our uh, five-step uh, retirement review at absolutely no cost, no obligation, because we want people to have the opportunity to get this type of guidance. So if you don't have a social security plan, call now at 803-9-RETIRE to take advantage of our five-step retirement review. There is absolutely no cost and no obligation. So to take advantage of that five-step retirement review, call now at 803 803- If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that's 803-9-RETIRE.
1: And if it's easier as you're looking at your phone and punching in those numbers to just hear all the numbers, 803-973-8473. That's 803-973-8473. The average retiree will get less than $20,000 in Social Security benefits each year. If that's not enough for you to live on, do you know where you'll get the rest of your income? We'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Stay with us.
2: You define your future. You have choices. You can choose to be the author of your own life story. We all know the stock market is like a casino. You put your money down and you hope you win, but there's so many things beyond your control. When it comes to your money and your retirement, there are things that you can do to help protect yourself. Finding the right financial advisor, somebody who puts your interests first and helps you build a plan that takes into account what might happen with financial markets is an example of you choosing to be prepared. Pat Strube and the team at Preservation Specialists have helped hundreds of individuals and families plan for retirement. Economics and politics, they're beyond your control. But making a call to plan for those things is a choice you can make today. Call Preservation Specialists at 803-9-RETIRE. Choose to be prepared. 803-9-RETIRE. Grumbach has been remunerated and is not a client. Investment Advisory Services is offered by Capital, Inc. Thanks for
1: joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Strube. I'm Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He's the author of the best-selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. Again, that's RetireWithPat.com. Today we're talking about Social Security and about Medicare. These are important decisions that you need to be able to make as you get into retirement. Now, with Social Security, the average retiree will get less than $20,000 in social security benefits each year. It's helpful to have social security, but that's probably not enough for you to live on in retirement. So Pat, once we figured out when to take our social security benefits and we figured out how much that will mean for us each month or each year, what other income sources do you look at?
0: Well, Jen, I've always loved the simplicity of, of a kind of standard model of looking at retirement income, which we call the three-legged stool of retirement income. So certainly for most families, Social Security is one of those three legs. Um, the second potential leg would be a pension. And I know you and I have talked about this uh, over the years, but that is you know, certainly disappearing from the retirement landscape. Um, you know, A generation ago, it was extremely common for people to have a pension. And now uh, we see them still, but it's certainly getting more and more rare. Uh, which means there's more pressure on that third leg, which is your nest egg. So that's really uh, where that income's got to come from. Uh, one of those three areas, or for many people, a combination of those sources. So that's what we're working with when we're trying to figure out how to make sure you've got enough income to enjoy your lifestyle in retirement and to make sure that you never run out of money.
1: So, I mean, how do you even figure out how much income you'll need in retirement? Maybe we need to back up a little bit and figure out that part of it before we start talking about the shortfall.
0: Yeah, uh, that's definitely true, Jen. And this is one of those um, kind of foundational truths that we believe at Preservation Specialists, which is, while it's fun to talk about different investing strategies and, you know, how you take income and, you know, the optimal way to get Social Security and things like that. But you really have to back up because you can't make decisions on any of those things until you know what you're actually trying to accomplish. <laughs> and of course, that may sound silly You say, well, I'm trying to retire. Well, OK, what does that mean for you? Uh, because different people have different pictures pictures. pictures of retirement. Um, Do you want to be fully retired? Do you want to work, continue to work in retirement full-time or part-time, what does that lifestyle look like? Is it um, jet-setting around the world, uh, first class, or is it, um, you know, camping in a tent, um, you know, where you're just paying a parking fee or something like that? So mm-hmm. those have massive consequences on this income planning. And so most of our conversations have to start with kind of that wish list, which is really fun, you know, to actually stop and think about what do you actually want in retirement? And I'll tell you, Jen, um, you know, we joke about sometimes being kind of like a counselor because um, sometimes, if you're married, you've had these conversations, but sometimes you haven't. And so, someone might say, oh, I figured we'd uh, you know, sell the house and buy an RV and drive around the country. And the other spouse says, no way, Jose. <laughs> so, uh, so, it can be a very enlightening conversation. But that's where we have to start. We have to start and think about, what do you really want out of your retirement? And then, of course, we're backing into then what's that going to cost? And then that's, that's where we can figure out what that income plan is going to start looking like.
1: And as we talk about that income plan, you know, pensions are a big thing or were a big thing, I guess I should say, in the past, but only about 30% of all retirees have a pension today. Again, that means most of us don't have one. Is there a way to create something similar to have that guaranteed lifetime income stream for our own retirements?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to use savings investments for retirement income, Jen, and there's pros and cons to all of those. And I, I've i got a a topic, a concept that I've I've really grown to love, and we call it GRIP, and that stands mm. for Guaranteed Retirement Income Percentage. So, uh, let me take you through a couple quick examples. Let's say there's a family that wants to spend $5,000 a month in retirement, and let's say they have about $5,000 of income from Social Security and pensions, so their GRIP is going to be 100%, which is Awesome, right? That's right. as you as you might imagine. Um, you don't have to be a math whiz to hear that's pretty good, right? <laughs> right. Um, now that's initially okay because you know they may have uh, inflation may uh, grow much faster than the income from Social Security and pensions, so they may have some income issues down the road. But as you might imagine, for most most people would dream of being at 100 percent for their grip. Now let's take another family. Let's say they have a, a more expensive retirement lifestyle they're looking to support, and maybe it's eight thousand a month. And uh, let's say they don't have a pension. And so let's say I'm going to just try and make my math simple for myself, but let's say they only have $2,000 a month of Social Security. Well, now their grip is 25%. So, you can see they have a huge gap there. Um, So, you can use things like uh, investments to create income, but, of course, investments aren't guaranteed. And so, what we really want our clients to think about is, what kind of a foundation of guaranteed income do we want to build? And there's really only three ways to generate that kind of guaranteed income. And that would be through Social Security, through pension and then by using annuities and some people even you know conceptually use the phrase of, of with annuities as kind of creating a personal pension because a lot of times that's essentially what you're trying to accomplish and um, the one thing I always want to point out Jen is the word annuity has so many connotations to it there's so many different kinds of annuities I would just encourage our listeners don't worry about that word just think about conceptually what you're trying to accomplish if you're trying to create guaranteed income then whether you like annuities or not that may be one of the solutions that make sense for you. And if we take those two families I just mentioned, the first family probably has absolutely no use uh, for an annuity in their case, right? Because they've got 100% covered, mm-hmm. but the second one's only 25%, so they have a huge gap there. So, that's something we just need to talk through and figure out. And that, again, uh, really kind of ties back to our belief in having a custom-built retirement plan. Because what we're talking about is creating the best income plan for your family, and that's probably going to connect to also your investment plan. So, how do how do, we, how do we use your investments to serve your income to do the things that you want to do in retirement? That's what we're always trying to figure out. Um, if there's any gaps in your plan uh, or if you don't have those two connected, I would definitely urge you to give us a call at 803-9 Retire. That's why we offer our no-cost, no-obligation five-step retirement review. It's 803-9 Retire. If you've saved at least two hundred fifty thousand dollars for retirement, call now at 803-9 Retire.
1: And if it's easier as you're looking at your phone to just punch in the numbers, 803-973-8473. One more time, that's 803 973 8473. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists, and we're talking today about some of the decisions we need to think uh, as it relates to Social Security and Medicare. Uh, Pat, a, a little off topic here, but another thing we need to understand is the impact our financial decisions can have on the taxes we might have to pay. So let's just talk a little bit about how you help People understand the impact taxes can have on their retirement savings
0: yeah this one is uh, interesting to me, Jen, because uh, the biggest issue that we've we've found in creating income and then you know seeing what kind of taxes come from that is there's kind of an old philosophy of Saving and investing, which is you should defer everything you possibly can, because when you're working, you're going to be in a higher tax bracket, and then when you're retired, either you're told you're going to be a lower bracket, or a lot of people are thinking, "Well, I won't even have to pay taxes anymore, right?" <laughs> because yeah. I'm because I'm retired, and um, if unfortunately, if you do a pretty good job of saving and investing, that is not the case, uh, because we have a lot of clients that fall into what right now would be federally a 12 percent or a 22 percent tax bracket in retirement, and you know. Certainly, some people hit higher brackets than that at some point in their life, but it can be a real wallop on your income if all of your money is coming from 401k and traditional IRAs. So, Jen, I would say that's probably the first... Uh, thing that catches people off guard in retirement is, you know, just that surprise of how much they're still paying. And it's, a lot of that is attributed to kind of how the system is designed to encourage you to defer everything through your 401k, and then you're kind of paying the, the taxman uh, on the back end in retirement.
1: So, what can we do about this? How can we help avoid overpaying in taxes in retirement?
0: Yeah, there's two thoughts that I have, Jen. One is, uh, it it sounds very simple and actually sounds kind of weird, I think, to a lot of people. We call it tax bracket planning. and All I mean by that is you have control over your taxes in retirement, unlike any other time in your life. We would love to get as high of a salary from our employer as we possibly can. Uh, which means that's just going to put us in whatever tax bracket we're in. That's just the way it is. Uh, And sure, we'd all love to make more money, right? So we may pay more taxes. Well, in retirement, you control now where your income's coming from. So if we can control that and keep you in a lower tax bracket, that simple example of without planning, if you were going to be in the 22% bracket, but with planning, if we can get you down to the 12% bracket, holy cow, that's a huge tax savings, Mm. right? Yeah. Um, And then the second idea uh, that we are really is becoming a big topic for us right now is just more proactive tax planning for the future. And the idea here is that a lot of people are, are kind of using the phrasing that income taxes are on sale right now. You know, we have the current tax code that has lowered tax rates. And um, there is a lot of fear that whenever tax rates change again, they could go way up. So the idea is, how do we take advantage of that as much as possible, mm-hmm. uh, so that we can uh, make sure that down the road, you're not paying unnecessary taxes. So that's a that's really part of a comprehensive retirement plan review, because we need to look at where you're at today and then look at where you're projecting to go into the future. And if you've been the kind of person that's just delaying and deferring your taxes as long as possible, when you start seeing into your later 60s and 70s, when you have to start taking money out of those accounts, you may start seeing some huge, huge taxes. Well, what if the the 12% bracket uh, in 10 years is now 35 percent right I mean that would be crazy but it's possible we don't mm-hmm. know so this is the idea of uh, instead of saying well that's out of our control we're saying well maybe we should take more control over your plan and uh, as you might imagine Jen that's really weaving together your uh, income plan your investment plan your tax plan to incorporate all of those together and trying to find the mix that fits best for you if that would be a benefit to you if you'd like to pay less taxes now or down the road call us now at 803 803- Take advantage of our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. That number, again, is 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Healthcare costs for the average 65-year-old couple will likely be hundreds of thousands of dollars. And if you think Medicare has you entirely covered in retirement think again we'll talk about that on the other side of the break stay with us this is save your retirement with pat Struby and we'll be back after this Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak, happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He's the author of the best selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website. If you'd like to learn a little bit more, today we've been talking about Social Security, what we need to think about with some of those decisions as it relates to when to take them. And Pat, we hear all different things about when we should be taking Social Security how might you benefit from delaying it until age 70?
0: Well, the biggest challenge, Jen, of retirement planning is it's an unknown timeline, right? Mm -hmm. So we always, you know, we joke often with clients, if we knew how long they were going to live, that would make our job so much easier. But of course, none of us knows that. So I always say that the twin uh, risks that really go hand in hand are longevity, and compounding inflation. And of course, as you know, that I made those the first two enemies of my book, Save Your Retirement, uh, for that reason. So um, if uh, someone were to live to 100, and if we see things getting more expensive over their entire life, um, that's when we have challenges to our finances. And if you can think back to, you know, what houses or cars cost back in the 70s or 80s, you can, you know, we can all imagine, you know, why hmm. that would be the case. So right. the idea of delaying Social Security can help protect you from that because you have uh, each year you delay Social Security essentially is kind of an 8% increase in that income that you are going to be getting for the rest of your life. Uh, of course, what we talked about in the beginning of the show is the person who says, well, what if I don't ever live to, to 70? Well, that's that's a totally fair <laughs> r- right. response to that, right? And so there's a give and a take in those decisions. But to directly to answer the specific question you asked, that would be the the huge benefit that can come from delaying Social Security.
1: But what if you need the income earlier than that? I mean, how how do you figure out if you should go ahead and start Social Security or if you should tap into some other sources of, of income?
0: Yeah, and I think one of the thoughts um, that I've, I've had a lot of clients tell me over the years, Jen, is they just kind of have this very logical, uh, kind of straightforward approach to thinking that they would claim Social Security whenever, at whatever age they retire. It uh, just seems logical, right? Because that's mm-hmm. when you're going to, you know, why would you claim it before? Um, because you still have income, and then why would you not take it when you retire? And so that's um, there's, there's nothing necessarily bad about that thinking. It's just a little simplistic because you have other options, right? You have complete control over how you decide to design your retirement income. So this kind of comes back to something we touched on earlier, which is just creating an income plan and finding a way to take all of the resources you have and making the most out of them. And that's what, you know, when they say the number one financial concern in America is running out of money. Well, for most people, what do we really want to do? We want to take a good, hard look at all the resources you have, and we want to squeeze every ounce of benefit out of all of those. And so That's what it's all about, is building an income plan where you're making the most of your Social Security. If you have a pension, you're making the right choice with your pension, and then structuring your nest egg to preserve it for as long as possible and generate as much income as possible.
1: Pat, what should married couples consider when they're making their social security decisions and trying to make these decisions together?
0: Well, I think this is one of the most important topics, Jen, because um, I think a lot of people are giving thought to Social Security, but they're not always thinking about it if they're married Mm -hmm. in the best way possible. Because what happens is just understanding some of the basic options with Social Security, which is uh, you can claim as early as 62. You can delay and compound the payments uh, by delaying up to age 70. So you can claim any time in between there. The other thing that's really important to remember is, of course, you may not pass away at the same time if you're married. Uh, There's a very good chance of that. So when one person uh, passes away, the surviving spouse keeps the highest of the two. So that's really important as far as considering the fact that, uh, of course, we don't know if it would be the husband or the wife, but um, mathematically, it's very common for the husband to pass away first. Mm -hmm. And so the uh, income for that widow uh, is dramatically affected by these social security decisions. So we always like to say um, we want to, first of all, plan for and hope for that uh, this married couple, both people live a long time and have very healthy retirements. Uh, But we also have to consider what happens if he passes away and what's going to be affected there. And then we also have to consider what happens if she passes away. So all of those things are apply to this decision and um, someone saying well I'm just going to claim at 62 because I want to start getting my money back is obviously not, not giving that a lot of thought um, and so one of the things uh, we can do uh, I'll just use one example Jen uh, let's say you're of the mindset where you say I'd really like to start getting my hands on my social security because I'm worried about it in the future or I'm worried about not living that long but at the same time you're also a married couple and you're worried about protecting your spouse well one of the options you can use then is that kind of split choice where you might have the higher-earning spouse delay their Social Security as long as possible, and the lower-earning spouse claim early. And that way, what you're doing is you're getting your hands on at least a little bit of the money earlier, but you're deferring and growing that larger benefit. That's going to benefit the two of you if you both live, but it's also going to benefit the surviving spouse. And so, that's those are the kinds of things we're thinking about. It's not fun to think about, of course, You know, one spouse passing away early. Um, But that's our job, right? We want to plan for, uh, we want to hope for the best and plan for the worst. And so that's kind of what this kind of income planning is all about. And uh, we would just urge all of our listeners, if you, if you haven't given these types of levels of consideration to your Social Security and how you're going to generate income, take advantage of our five-step retirement review. It's absolutely no cost and no obligation. You get started by calling 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now to take advantage of this offer at 803 9 retire just mention the save your retirement radio show and we'll um, get you set up with one of the spots we've reserved specifically for listeners of today's show at 803-9-RETIRE
1: and if it's easier as you look at your phone to just punch in the numbers that's 803-973-8473 one more time 803-973-8473 we're talking today with Pat Struby. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. I'm Jen Rezac alongside. Health care costs for the average 65-year-old couple will likely be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Fidelity estimates that to be $280,000, and that excludes long-term care. And if you think Medicare has you entirely covered, think again. Because, Pat, we've got we've got a little to, to deal with on our own here. How do you help retirees prepare for the cost of health care in return? retirement?
0: Well, Jen, it just really starts, again, with, with planning. So we talk about five areas of planning in the custom-built retirement plan, and we've hit on three of them a lot today. Um, the income plan, tax plan, and investment plan. There's also your state plan, uh, but this is the fifth one, the health care and insurance plan. So the very basic level that we want to talk about here is just making sure our clients are aware that there's three categories. There's making sure that they claim Medicare at the appropriate age and time. And then the second thing is, um, are there any other types of insurance they're going to need? So that could be a Medicare supplement of some kind after age 65. And then also, if you're planning to or hoping to retire before age 65, what type of health insurance is going to be available to you or do we need to go find health insurance? Um, So that's a really important factor. And then, of course, uh, what you mentioned briefly there is the third category, which would be long term care, which broadly and generally speaking is going to have very little covered by health insurance or by Medicare. So it's really an area all to itself. And so we just want to make sure our clients are aware of those risks and that we're doing appropriate planning to try and keep the risks of out of pocket spending as, uh, as low as absolutely possible.
1: Pat, how do you help your clients protect their savings from the high cost of things like long-term care? As I said, we're sharing these these high dollar cost estimates for health care costs. It doesn't include long-term care, though, so let's talk a little bit about what we can do about that.
0: Yeah, I think, Jen, uh, you know, th- this is not going to sound like rocket science, but it's it's all about just understanding and making sure we're talking about the risk. I always love the analogy of comparing it to like a football game where you have offense and defense, and both are really important. And of course, to win a championship, you have to have a good offense and a good defense. Well, in retirement planning and financial planning, it's the same way. And the offense, of course, is all the everyone loves to talk about investments. Uh, of course, we love you know figuring out how we're going to how we're going to take income in retirement, Uh, maybe some kind of tax strategy to save money in taxes. That's exciting too. So I would call that offense too. Mm -hmm. Uh, But defense then is the estate plan, making sure you have your wills up to date and your beneficiaries are uh, all set up correctly. And then of course the entire healthcare plan is all part of that defense. How do we make sure that uh, if you need some type of care, that we have a plan for that and we know how we're going to pay for that. And then if you're married, um, not only do we have a plan for one of you, if you need care, but then that we know that the finances of that other spouse are protected as well. Because I know if you're married, the last thing you want to have happen is to have one of you have a severe um, health scare or a long-term um, health need and have it dramatically affect the finances and the lifestyle of the other spouse. I mean, mm-hmm. certainly no, no married couple wants that. So it's all about creating a plan. And then one of the things that we do, Jen, is we don't believe there's a one-size-fits-all for this. So we just review all the various options that are out there and help our clients determine that plan that makes the most sense for them.
1: Let's just talk a little bit about what goes into that process, how you help people decide what does make sense if they'll need that traditional long-term care insurance or maybe some other strategies. Could you just walk us through that process?
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, this is usually not the first topic that we're hitting on. You sure. know, if, if a client hires us, one of the things we're, we're discussing is what are the biggest priorities? Um, and I would say for the majority of folks, um, it's going to be on that offensive <laughs> side. Uh, so they're they're going to either be concerned about their investments or, you know, a lot of people are worried because the market has been up for so long. Um, and there's a lot of worry about when, because uh, we know it's not if, but when the next market drop happens. Uh, a lot of people because of that have kind of squirreled away money in cash or very low returning accounts. So, looking for something to generate a little more yield is very appealing. Uh, we've talked a lot today about creating an income plan. That's that's pretty fun to do. You know, We're talking about, hey, what do you want to do in retirement and where are we going to get the money to do that? Saving taxes is an exciting idea. So, those often come first, but part of that comprehensive plan is to dig into this topic. And part of it is not only, of course, understanding what the risk is, you know, most people have either had family or friends that have needed some kind of nursing care. So they're aware of how long that can last and the cost. But then what do we do about it? and there's no perfect solution. So to, to kind of talk through that with you, Jen, it's just talking through the pros and cons of each of them. There's traditional long-term care insurance, which costs have skyrocketed over the last five or 10 years. Um, there are uh, more hybrid types of approaches that have really been developed over the last number of years that a lot of clients have found much more interesting. For example, there are life insurance policies where you can access the um, the benefit of the policy if, if you need nursing care. There are annuities that pay income. And if certain Things happen, then the income can be increased to help cover those costs. So those may not pay for all of the care, but they're just different ways that we can try to determine a way to reduce the risk of -of out-of-pocket expenses, especially when you have a health challenge in your life. So it's not to say there's an easy button and a simple solution. It's to say these are serious topics and it requires serious planning and making sure we have a comprehensive, custom-built plan. If you don't have a custom-built plan right now, call us right now at 803-9-RETIRE. Take advantage of our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, call now at 803-9-RETIRE.
1: And if it's easier as you look at your phone to just punch in the numbers, 803-973-8473. That's 803-973-8473. The majority of retirees are taking Social Security at the wrong time, and they're losing out on a total of 3.4% trillion dollars that's a shocking statistic and we'll talk about it on the other side of the break stay with us Thanks for joining us today. This is Save Your Retirement with Pat Struby. I am Jen Rizak. I'm happy to be here alongside Pat. He is the founder of Preservation Specialists. He is the author of the best selling book, Save Your Retirement. RetireWithPat.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more. I found a United Income survey that said 96% of retirees are not taking Social Security at the right time and they are losing out big time. It totals three. $3.4 trillion. That is more than $100,000 per household during their retirement. So Pat, this is a big deal. It's a lot of money that we're walking away from (laughs) if you don't maximize your benefits. So how do you do that?
0: Well, um, you know I can't help but pick on, on this survey a little bit. First of all, um, obviously, we know a lot of people don't choose the right time to claim Social Security because a lot of people just go and they do it. They don't really give it any thought or analysis. Right. Uh, but... Uh, my nitpick with the study is it's clearly uh, measuring, maximizing social security benefits. It's not measuring optimal because they wouldn't ah. have any idea what is the best choice for any particular family. So having said that, um, I don't doubt the numbers uh, for the majority of people. Mm-hmm. So um, the the uh, maximizing of social security is actually quite simple, even though there are tens of millions of articles online telling you <laughs> but that is to defer your benefits as long as absolutely possible. Now, if you are someone Who is going to get all or almost all of your income from Social Security? Then that is all the advice you need. You just need to delay it as long as absolutely possible. But if you've saved a few hundred to a few million dollars in your nest egg, um, then that's not—it's not as simple as that for you. And there's a way to optimize it. So that would be my first answer. The only other thing I would add is just to remember what we talked about earlier in the show, which is it's very different for an individual versus a married couple. So the married couple. Um, has some of the same um, strategies but they have to think about um, not only themselves but also their spouse and what would happen if one of the spouses predeceases the other. Um, So we just covered that a little bit just making sure that you remember the um, surviving spouse gets to keep only the highest of the two social security payments. So there's some strategy around making sure you're making sure that's as much as absolutely possible.
1: Pat, can you talk about how Social Security and that decision needs to fit into the rest of your overall strategy?
0: Yeah, you know, we started the show, and I was kind of picking on Social Security because uh, I really do believe that the politicians over the last few decades have kind of raided the trust fund. Uh, But the bottom line is, Social Security is a big deal for everybody for retirement, and part of the reason is we believe everyone needs a written retirement income plan. And of course, for almost everybody, Social Security is part of that. But the second part is uh, an item we touched on a little bit earlier, Jen, which is the idea of GRIP, which is the guaranteed retirement income percentage. Um, Social Security, for most people, is a big part of that guaranteed income. right? So, if you don't have a pension and you don't have any kind of guaranteed income annuity, then Social Security is probably all that you have that's going to have some type of guaranteed retirement income. because. The stock market doesn't count, right? And we can't count on that as far as how we're generating our income. So Social Security is a really big deal. Uh, We talk about the written retirement income plan being the foundation of a good retirement plan. And certainly how you structure your Social Security is a huge, huge part of that.
1: So how can we make sure, Pat, when we're talking about making all these decisions with things like Social Security and the rest of our income, how can we make sure we won't outlive our savings even if we live a long time in retirement?
0: Well, it's one of the beliefs that we have, Jen, and this this actually ties into two of our biggest beliefs as a firm. One is that because we don't know how long anyone's going to live, one of the basic rules of retirement planning is we have to play the long game. We have to plan for what if what if you and or your spouse, if you're married, live to 100 years old, because we can't have a plan that has you dying with spending your last dollar when you're 90 if you continue to live after that. But that's an unacceptable outcome, in hmm. our opinion, right? right so, right. that's that's one piece of that. Um, so, we have to plan for the long haul. Uh, we have to create a written retirement income plan. Uh, we have to make smart decisions with Social Security and your pension. And then one area we haven't touched on in great detail today is, how are you structuring your net to create your income plan. And that's the second huge belief that we have as a firm, which is um, hoping for averages is not what you should depend on for your retirement income. And what I mean by that is, um, the first concept of retirement income planning was an idea called the 4% rule, where they said if you, say, you if you took 4% of your portfolio when you retired, and then you increased your income for inflation, the majority of the time that would work out. And we just have a huge problem with that because that means if um, the markets are Average or above average, then you're probably going to be okay. But what if they're not? That means literally that you could run out of money uh, while you're still alive. And like I just mentioned, that's just not acceptable, right? right? Because right. if you are planning on having your money go to 95 or 100, and the markets don't perform average, and now you are 80 or 85, and you literally out of money, and you you were planning on having six thousand dollars a month of income, and now you only have three thousand because it's only Social Security. What does that mean? Does that mean you have to sell your home and you know move to an apartment? Does that mean you have to move cities to find somewhere less expensive? Um, Does that mean you're you know we have people joke all the time about. The, you know, applying as a Walmart greeter—they joke about you know having to eat cat food—and we all joke about it because it's scary, right? It's this. This is real life, and so these plans are critical. So that's why we believe that hoping for averages is absolutely not acceptable. So what we want to do instead is have a smart approach to generating income from your portfolio. And one of those ideas comes back to that grip idea of guaranteed retirement income. So where is that going to come from? And if you don't have enough from Social Security and from pension, then one of the things we need to consider is, do we look at an annuity to create guaranteed lifetime income for you and or your spouse? And as I mentioned before, um, don't worry about the word annuity because that we all have, it's like a religion, right? We all have this, you know, different ideas in our head Mm -hmm. about what an annuity is. So I don't want you thinking about that, I'd rather have you thinking about is what type of income do I need and am I going to have enough in retirement? Um, And we have, and I always want to make sure I make the point, uh, we it doesn't matter to us whether that's the right fit or not. We have some clients that don't use any annuities and they don't have any reason to use annuities. We have others that use them and it's a big part of their income plan. So once again, as as you might imagine, that all comes back to the idea of a custom built retirement plan and the value that can bring. If you don't have one, call us now at 803-9-RETIRE. That's why we offer our five-step retirement review at absolutely no cost and no obligation. To get started, call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number again is 803-9-RETIRE.
1: Talking today with Pat Struby. He is with Preservation Specialists. I am Jen Rizak alongside. That number again is 803-9-RETIRE. But if you're looking at your phone and it's easier to just punch in the numbers, 803 9 973-8473. That's 803-973-8473. So, Pat, how do you talk to couples about their income strategy for retirement so they know they will both have a stream of income for as long as they live? Because most of the time, Pat, one of us will outlive the other when when we're married.
0: That's exactly right, Jen. And and unfortunately, that's not fun to think about, right? And, and certainly not fun to talk about, but that's real life. Um, and of mm-hmm. course, adds into one of those things that we can't control. So, you know, to take your question literally as far as how do we talk to couples about that, um, one, one, this may sound silly, but I've learned after 23 years of experience is uh, just trying to meet our clients at their level. And what I mean by that is we have, uh, I'm thinking of just this past week, I've had a couple meetings with clients that I've worked with for a really long time One of the couples, the husband is uh, very data oriented and he gets numbers and he likes them. Um, So he's um, he's really involved in, you know, the plan and, and everything we do. And his wife always jokes about, you know, if he wasn't here, I would be clueless. And, you know, we've, we've said many times, well, that's part of the reason you're here, right? Because your husband does a great job with it. But if he's gone, you need somebody, right? So so that's part of the reason that they hired us is to make sure that she would be safe. Um, so that's two different people and talking about it in two different ways, right? Um, I have another client um, that they've kind of set up their retirement plan. Uh, somewhat on autopilot in the sense that they've chosen to have a very low risk portfolio so we meet less often than some of our other clients and um, the uh, the wife uh, actually mentioned Jen as far as creating retirement income she reminded me she said you know in our first meeting I just said am I going to have enough money to plant new flowers in front of my house you know every every year every season mm. or, you know I don't know I don't know a lot about gardening so I don't remember how often it was <laughs> right. and she just looked at me and she said you know you, you look you ran the numbers and you said, you're going to be fine. You're going to have your flowers. And she said, ever since then, I've just had so much peace of mind and I appreciate that. And that's awesome. You know, so she's not worried about, you know, did we get another half a percent rate of return this this year or anything like that? She's just she's remembering what matters. And that is, let's go back to what are your goals? your goal isn't to earn a half a percent more than your neighbor or than you did last year. Your goals are your lifestyle. It's never running out of money. It's being able to enjoy time in retirement with your spouse, with your family, um, doing the things that you want to do. So that's what we always want to bring it back to, Jen, is let's make sure we're focusing on what's important to you and make sure we're helping you get there.
1: Pat, how important is it to get a second opinion before we make any decisions as it relates to Social Security or, or Medicare or withdrawing money from our savings? All of those things we've been talking about here today.
0: Well, it's definitely a big deal, Jen. Um, you know, I was just talking the other day to a new client, and uh, from the first time we met until now, uh, he actually um, got diagnosed with prostate cancer. And uh, it's, it's very serious. And um, he uh, was explaining to me how disappointed he was in uh, the doctors that he spoke to initially. And so through a second opinion, he's gotten what he believes is a much better opportunity to uh, live a long, healthy life. So just like a second opinion medically can be a big deal, Uh, certainly with your finances, it can be. And and I would look at it two different ways, Jen. Uh, We have a lot of clients that have Uh, I always kind of talk about, you know, during your 30s and 40s and 50s that they've kind of put the blinders on, which is very smart, actually. And what I mean by that is they're not worried about all the noise of finances. They're just saying, I'm just going to put my money in my 401k. I'm just going to keep plowing money away and I'm not going to worry about it. And then a lot of times it's kind of here in the show or, you know, a friend introduces them to us and they start thinking, oh, maybe I need to get serious about this retirement thing. So for them, the second opinion is from anything they were thinking about to then talking with us. Um, That's very, very common. But as you might imagine, there's other people that might already have a financial person, maybe a stockbroker or something like that. And what I would make sure to mention about that is if you are asking a financial professional about things like Social Security or Medicare or generating income off your nest egg, just make sure you are understanding what type of response you're getting. Because if someone says, oh, everyone should take Social Security at age 65 or, oh, everyone should do this or everyone should do that be comfortable enough to push back and say, well, why do you believe that? Or, what is the proof of that? Because um, any good financial professional Has beliefs, and then they need to have something that back them up. And um, maybe you're talking to someone who's really sharp and has a really good reason for their recommendation to you. But maybe you're talking to a generalist, and maybe they don't they don't really know that much about social security or how to derive income off of a nest egg. And this is your financial life, um, so it's really important that you're getting good advice. Uh, And that's one of the reasons, Jen, that we've created the five-step retirement review because we want people to have an opportunity to meet us and to be able to ask questions and to determine if we are a good fit for them. So to take advantage of that uh, review at absolutely no cost and no obligation, give us a call now at 803-9-RETIRE. If you've saved at least $250,000 for retirement, that number again is 803-9-RETIRE. Just mention the Save Your Retirement Radio Show to take advantage of one of the spots on our calendar. That's 803-9-RETIRE. And that's all the time we have for today, Um, coming from myself my family, from the whole team at Preservation Specialists. We just wish you the most wonderful and happy Thanksgiving possible. Preservation Specialists is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of tools. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income are never referring to securities or investment products. Preservation Specialists is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of Kalos Capital, Inc. or Kalos Management, Inc.